So we've been waiting three weeks and a day now to finally be able to say inside the church, Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas. We've been saying blessed Advent or a happy Advent as we entered into that great season of preparation so that this night would have a meaning for us. That this night would be a special night. A night that changes our lives. Because what we celebrate tonight is an event that changed the world. Tradition tells us it happened at midnight that that babe was born and laid in the manger because there was no room for him in the end. No room for him in the end. Which isn't really that big of a surprise. Because for hundreds and thousands of years before that moment, there had been no room for him in the lives and the hearts of the chosen people. But St. Paul tells us it was the fullness of time. That the time was now. The time was ready. And so God sent his son, Jesus, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, God himself, came down in the lowest, the humblest, the poorest, probably the messiest, less than clean, despicable situation we could ever imagine. And that's God. So oftentimes we are so familiar with the story and we forget the almost graphic details of the birth. Tradition tells us it was a miraculous birth, but the environment, the situation where he laid. If you've ever been on a farm and seen how cows and and donkeys and oxen eat. It's not a very clean situation. And the manger in which Christ was laid was that feeding trough where the animals had just been. This is our God. The one that supposedly the people had been waiting for. The one who had been foretold and prophesied, prophesied about for centuries. The promise that was given to King David that his kingdom would last forever. And that his seed would sit on the throne and he would be king forever. Would they ever have imagined that king would come in the situation in which he did? Do we? Do we truly recognize the humility of our God? The love of our God? Who came to rescue us, to set us free? Set us free from the darkness in which we were walking in. The darkness and the tyranny of sin 
that holds, gra- holds a tight grasp over our lives. A life of darkness that leads to death in which there's no way out except for life in Jesus Christ. And this is the beautiful gift, the gift of all gifts. All the gifts that we have exchanged or are going to exchange, it's nothing. And maybe the reason why sometimes we get so extravagant with our gifts is because we're trying to match the great gift that we have in Christ Jesus. He came to rescue you. But as we read the story in the Old Testament, and we see the many lives, the tales that are told, we see time and time again souls that are lost, souls that are yearning, desiring, hoping, but yet always unfulfilled, choosing temporary pleasures, choosing material gain, but unsatisfied, unfulfilled. I wonder if anyone here tonight could ever relate to that a desire for something that you can't name, a yearning for something more than what you have, striving, hoping, yet feeling feeling unfulfilled. If that's ever been you, then this is your night. This is the night when Jesus says, you are mine. And I am the answer to any question you could ever ask. I am the answer to any desire you could ever have. I am the answer to any yearning you could ever yearn. The angels in the gospel we just heard went to the shepherds to tell this great story. The shepherds who were themselves the lowest of the low, pushed to the outside. One of the dirtiest jobs you can imagine unwelcome in the community, shunned by their family. How many of us have ever been in that situation? This night is for you. It's so easy for us to get caught up in the glitz and the glamour of this world and even in the Christmas celebrations. It's so easy for us to scroll through the movies and to sing the jingles and to be so familiar with the Hallmark version that we miss the real point. And so what a beautiful scene this is for me to see so many of you who've come in the middle of the night following your desire following your yearning, hoping for something. Well, you've found it. You've come to the only place that you will ever need. You've come to the altar of the living God. 
because what we celebrate this night and in these days ahead, this Christmas celebration, it's just the beginning. And the story goes through the life of Jesus. It goes to the cross and to the tomb and to the empty grave. It goes to that hillside where Christ rises to the Father. To that moment when he sends down the Holy Spirit upon the early church. The story continues through the early church as the name of Jesus. Salvation and freedom is preached to every creature in heaven and earth. It continues this night where the words of the gospel and the prayers of this mass are intended to set you free, to awaken your heart so that you no longer settle for a life of mediocrity, a life of darkness, sin, and death ever again. Because this story continues into heaven. And that's what you're made for. And so don't just stop at the manger. Yes, stop. Gaze upon the humility of God who's lying there in the manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying on the food trough, completely abandoned, abandoned for you. And then when you gaze upon the crucifix, see that same person. So that when you gaze upon the Holy Eucharist, you can see him there too. Because that is the true light of our life. The key to our salvation. The reason why we can sing glory to God in the highest, because Christ is here. Pope Leo the Great says, this is the birthday of life, and there's no cause for, for sadness, only joy on this day. Christ, our Lord and our Savior, has come to us, our Lord and our Savior, the master of our life and the one who sets us free. But if we don't know that we need to be set free, then why do we need a Savior? And why do I need a Lord? Allow the truth of who Jesus Christ is to change your life this night. When he was born 2,000 years ago, he's changed the world. The shepherds received this great message. And as we'll hear tomorrow morning, they went in haste to see what was, this was all about. As you leave here this evening in these next few days, in imitation of the angels, you too can share the good news that Christ our Savior has been born and that you know where to find them. You can point them here to Holy Family Catholic Church. He's not wrapped in swaddling clothes. He's not lying in a manger, but he's here in the tabernacle. He's present in the priest in the sacrament of confession. His life is present here in the community. We have found the one thing, the only thing that they will ever need. Christ was born tonight. 
His birth changed the world. Will you let him change your life? Amen.